Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. You just look like the type of fella who's got a nice bum hole. Yeah, yeah, people do say that. Hello everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week I am joined by reality rogue, podcast thief and all-round lovable posho, it's Alex Mitten everybody! Woo! What, what an intro. Did you like it? That was really impressive. You've been doing this for a while, haven't you? Oh my... I can tell. Do, do you know what? I've been doing it for fucking longer than you, son. <laughs> How long? How long? Come on. Um, okay, so I started... I feel like already you've hijacked this podcast and you're asking the questions. And you're sitting... It's a, two, it's a, two-way, it's a two-way street. Come you're on. sitting there with your Parkinson face on like, yes. <laughs> no, I don't like this dynamic. I'm in charge. Okay, look. I'll sit. I'll sit back. Hit me. Come at me. <laughs> okay, so I start... And I'm answering like... Like a mug as well. You're good. You're so good. Look, I learned I learned fast. I may have only been in this game for a couple of months, but I'm picking it up. I'm you, picking it up. You've got to because it's cutthroat. Before you know it, someone else is gonna sneak up and steal your place just like you stole Francis's place. Look, he left for America. What are you gonna do? <laughs> What are you going to do? What is the story with that? Because obviously you are co-hosting Private Parts now with Jamie. And I mean, I love it. I love it mixing it up. I feel like you're a great addition. But how does Francis feel about it? Do you know what? I've not spoken to him about it. That's it's, so it's a, low. That is it, so sneaky. Well, it's, even... not, it's, not, it's not like I've like stolen his like boyfriend or something. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not like exactly he needs to get... like that. It is exactly... I don't need to send him the, I don't need to send him the courtesy text. Like, by the way, um, you know, I'm now dating your boyfriend. The made um, in Chelsea I, courtesy text, you mean? Because you all shag each other. <laughs> that is not true. You can, and also, that you, you guys are exactly the same. What do you mean by you guys? Do you mean Geordies you in guys, general? Jo- jo- well, no, Geordie Shaw. Was this, you guys were the exact, exact, like, you were the copy of, of what we did just up north. Copy? Do you not think? You, well, you can't, you're a carbon copy of what we did. Everyone shagged everyone. Yeah. People had arguments. There was a bit more farting and pooing and peeing in yours, um, yeah. which, but... You did. How, how long How long did you do it for? This is not me, Parkinson. I just want to know. You why. are. I feel like I may as well just resign myself to the fact that I'm on Alex Mitten's podcast today. You're such, yes. a, you're such a top usurper. Like you did gonna, that I'm, seamlessly. I was going to use the word usurper and you've just stolen it. You're also, I usurped the usurper. Pew, pew. Just... How do you like those apples, son? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them very much. Um, <laughs> yeah, but wait, were you, because I, I did nearly a decade of reality TV, right? Yeah, a whole decade. And okay, you, you did the same amount. And you, how many followers did you get? 4.1 million. I had a look earlier. How many did I get? How many did you get? No way near as much as that. <laughs> and my, mine, are, mine are losing rapidly. I'm losing like thousands by the day. I don't know why. How? Right, okay, so basically, first of all, I have 4.8 million. It's nearly 4.8 Oh, did I get it wrong? Yeah, you got uh, it wrong. I love the... 
I love that you had to correct that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had to, babe. I'm sorry. I have very little to celebrate in my in my professional career. The, the, that is the definitely... difference. The difference that I forgot is still bigger than my following. So. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, listen, I'm going to totally, sorry, my little Zoom is having such, it's drunk this morning. It's ready for the weekend. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to proper be honest there as well, right? We, the only reason my following was so high is because Geordie Shaw was shown in like 65 different countries. MTV's international, right? Um, so we'd go to like Italy, we'd go to, we were big in Brazil, I seem to remember. Um I remember going to the EMAs once in Milan and there was yeah. loads of lasses waiting outside some hotel where we were all having lunch and they were waiting for Justin Bieber and he wasn't there. It had been a red heron, do you know what I mean? Bless them. I felt so sorry for them. So they were I obviously bet they just... were so disappointed when Jodie Shaw came out. No, it was just me as well. Like, it wasn't even any of the good ones, like Gary or Charlotte. So they were literally yeah, yeah, yeah. just like... They, they obviously were clutching at straws by this point. They'd been there for ages and they were like, it's Vicky! Like, running over and screaming. And I was like, oh my God, this must be what it feels like to actually be really famous. So That's so jokes. The reason I have so many is because of that, because it was international. But honestly, Mitten, they don't interact anymore. Like, unless I'm, like, getting <laughs> fingered on my Instagram, like, no one gives a fuck. And, of course, I'm Vicky, not doing that anymore. You know what? You're not doing that anymore. You know what you got to do. When you, when, you were, when, you, when you guys were being played, because we, we were played in a few other countries as well, and we had voiceovers. And so did we! My, my my Brazilian voiceover actually was he Argentinian he hit me up and he had the sexiest voice ever and he showed me some of the clips he showed me some of the clips and um I was like mate I just want your voice you sound so cool did you did you have one did they try and do like a sort of like slight Geordie twang on the on a Spanish accent I really wondered like how it was so popular abroad because so many of the things we said just cannot translate like surely like how do we in shite fucking why I like there's just no way there's a Spanish version of that so they must have had to get they must have had to get some like language scholars in to come and, like <laughs> translate what the fuck is going on I feel like I was I never heard myself abroad but like I'm absolutely convinced just because of my general tone and the, the demeanor with which I conducted myself on that show I definitely think my Italian one would have been a fella. Like, my voice would have had to be a bloke. He had to be! Just fucking, yeah, I can, this little, I imagine him be a handsome little chap, but yeah, definitely an Italian fella. A little Italian bloke wearing speedos, I reckon. Yeah. Giuseppe. 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 Giuseppe Patterson. Mm. I like it. Yeah, but I mean, he smashed it because I got mobbed in Milan. So thank you, Giuseppe, you little fucking blinder. I, I remember once we, we were filming in uh, in New York and it was the like stereotypical uh, yellow cab um, scene where I oh, pulled, okay, I, I pulled yeah. up in a yellow cab and they set up all the camera crew. And we're in the centre of New York, so everyone sees all the camera crew and this huge crowd starts to form because they think like, oh my God, here we go. It's going to be like, you know, Sylvester Stallone's going to get out or so Brad Pitt. <laughs> And there's literally like fucking thousands of people and they're like, oh, and, I'm, and I can see all these people and I start like shitting myself. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, this is, this is so, so intense. Open the door and I've never seen so many disappointed faces. They're like, oh, who the hell is this guy? They had no idea who I was and they literally were just dispersed. I was like, sick. But you know, more fool them, Mitten, because you could have been like the next big thing. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like you could have... You could have been the next Zac Efron, like, just breaking onto the scene. And all of those have just, like, walked away and missed, and missed your debut Vicky, moment. Vicky, so, yeah, it's, it's, still, it's still possible. I could become the next Zac Efron, so... 
Absolutely. Babe, reach for the stars. What was it me producer was just saying this morning? It's good to have goals. What was her goal? She wants to get hospitalised in Southend. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> achievable. Achievable. I like it. You've got to, you've got to do bite-sized bite size goals. Don't go too big. Yeah. Don't baby, go too big. Baby, baby steps. Ah! Sorry, Mitten. Like, I feel like my... <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you recording this off? Have you, what, have you got like one of those like wobbly fucking... <laughs> I feel so bad for everyone at home. Um, have, you stra- just- have you strapped it? Have you strapped it to your dildo? Is that- <laughs> to everyone at home, the, the, the camera is just like wobbling around. Listen, I have no dildos. Listen to this, right? Um, I did. Um, you know, you did, a cl- the- you did a clear out recently. <laughs> well, it wasn't recently, but I did through the keyhole with Keith Lemon. Yeah. Um, and of course, that's the show where they go and route round your house, and like no stone goes unturned, and there's just basically you can't hope to have a hint of privacy. So. In that year in particular, I was the face and body of Anne Summers. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I know it was a great gig. So I had like a drawer full of like various different sex toys, vibrators, dildos, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> the way and- the way you just punched your fist into your hat, it's like Jesus, what what did you have in there? <laughs> did I? No. <laughs> Get your mind out the gutter, right? That was not related at all. So yeah, so anyway, so I panicked before he came and thought, he's going to think I'm some sort of fucking sex-crazed nymphomaniac. So I threw them all away. I got rid of them all. And I've never really built up the collection again. So yeah, that's Uh, my, that's my sordid love past. Did you ever, did you ever go scrounging through the bin bags one, one sort of lonely evening? You're like... "Mm." Do I do it? Am I, am I that low? I've never had a problem licking a fella. It's like getting a nice fella that was always the issue for me. There's not many out there. There's they're, not. They're, they're a rare breed. They're a rare breed. Are you, are you dating someone at the minute? I am, so I've got a lovely boy. No, this is your podcast and I'm fucking on it. Like, I can't... Yeah, I can't do you know who does this as well? And it's so obvious who you're learning from. It's fucking Jamie Lang. It's Jamie's, the, Jamie's the worst, honestly. He's he was, so bad. He was on my first ever podcast and obviously I was super nervous. Like I'd been on his a number of times. Private Parts is amazing. I was like super keen to like, you know, really put my stamp on my own authentic show. And he just come on and he just totally took over. And you are doing the same, you I'm, sneaky I'm posh no, man. I'm nowhere, I'm nowhere near Jamie. Like if, if we were on the podcast and Jamie wasn't there, honestly, there would be so many big moments of silence because I... <laughs> I'm I'm a bit like slow, a little bit sluggish at times. He's just like, blah, 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 keeps it going. And then every now and again, I can interject and be like, you're an idiot, shut up. <laughs> no, but then I think every, I do think everybody needs like a Jamie. Like I, I was so grateful for him. I joke, but I was really nervous and it was really helpful to have someone fill those silences. So yeah, it's not, he's not a bad fella to learn from, is he? I was, I was actually out with Jamie last night. <gasps> So he's the reason why you have your sexy shirt on and your gravelly voice. Still, well, this actually isn't the shirt I wore last night. Um, if you look in the Daily Mail, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I was wearing a shirt, but I had it round my like elbows, and they're rinsing me in the Daily Mail for it. I was like, sweet. I'm also How? wearing su- I'm wearing sunglasses as well because I, uh, nice. I, I I came out of where we were and I was I was pretty hammered and I was like, I just don't want them to get one of those shots where your oh. eyes are like wee, like a, um, a stingray. Like a stingray, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, just going back to the shirt, let's double back. Mm. When you okay. say it's round your elbows, do you mean you have it off your shoulders I to had, your elbows, no, had, like a feather I boa? I had, I had, it was like that, but I had a t-shirt on underneath, thankfully. But yeah, it wasn't a look. Got that one wrong. Oh, Got that one wrong. Wow. 
oh you can't win them all mate and like I certainly think when it comes to paps like especially because we've been in like lockdown isolation for pretty much a year um we're all so keen to get back out there have fun see we're mates and I've been going to some like lovely restaurants with me pals but the thing with lovely restaurants is there's normally loads of paps outside so the first time I got papped coming out this one in Kensington I didn't know what to do with myself and I totally panicked it was like I lost all my motor skills and I just yeah. went I just brought my hand up really slowly to me face and just I, I thought you meant you were going to wave like the queen no I w- even that would have been a thing like I just stood there like I was doing some sort of weird like brownie salute it was absolutely awful and so awkward yeah so I hate awkward. it do you, do you ever get it like I get it sometimes when I'm walking down the street and there'll be like a couple of people looking at you and I suddenly just lose the ability to put one foot in front of the other properly and I can't walk and I'm like oh my god and then it just gets worse and worse and worse until I'm like pretty much tripping over and they're just looking like what the, what the hell's wrong with this guy no I mine's always when it comes to my mouth so luckily for me like I managed to still be able to move like my cognitive functions okay but like it's when I'm talking to someone and I become aware in a split second that obviously because I share so much of my life on Instagram because I'm on the TV sometimes because of this podcast that people know more about me than I know about them so they, mm. they'll say something like they'll come over like for example someone will be oh god just want to come over and say happy birthday and I'm like happy birthday to you too like I just <laughs> totally you, you get, lose my you, shit do you, do you get awkward do you get awkward when people come up to you I'm so awkward like I've tried to relax like I've spent like the last 10 years of my life I suppose in the world I'm in now but I think like I think lockdown sent us all back a bit like I'm sh- I don't know how you felt but I definitely got some sort of like social anxieties um coming back out of it and yeah like I, when I, I, I was I was terrible like the first time I went properly back out I couldn't speak to people I was like I was so awkward I was like fumbling over my words literally just thought I was like so the weather's been a bit shit and like <laughs> Mate, what's wrong with you? I don't know. I just can't think of I couldn't think of anything to say. It was so bad. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Right, okay. Before I go any further, I need to know how you ended up on Made in Chelsea. Um, well, so I, I trained uh, for five years at reality school. <laughs> um, I, so what would I, they teach at reality school? It depends what show you're going on to. <laughs> yeah, it would definitely be a Jager bomb class if you went on Geordie Shore. Yeah, I think yours would be pretty intense. It would be like a, like a quick two-month, just like rapid course. <laughs> just, <laughs> Like getting battered every night. Well, because I, I was always, I was always really shocked because I, I like, I met some of your cast members like back in the day, like when we used to do the PAs and stuff, and yeah. um, 
they, 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 I was really shocked when they told me they're like, actually, we don't really drink that much when we're not, um, when we're not on set, like not in the house. And I was like, really? I don't know if I believe that. Was that just bullshit? Who did you do for years with? Because this screams of <sighs> bullshit to who, me. Who did I? I met Holly. And... Oh, I feel like the girls were probably better. Like the boys. Like I know God. Like Gary and Scott and stuff. Like obviously their lives have probably changed a lot now. But um, I remember the um, like I remember Scott would go out every night of the week, even when he wasn't filming. So I think it depends which car- which like cast member you spoke to. I suppose the girls were always yeah. a bit more tame. Yeah, do you like what I've done there as well? I've diverted the question back to, back to you. Honestly, um, right. I am, I, 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 I am I going answer. to scream it. <laughs> I'm a slippery character. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so I, so it was about God. It's literally it was about ten years ago almost. Um, I had an ex girlfriend at the time who had just joined the show. She was my first love. We broke up when I was nineteen. We went out for like three to four years. Oh, so and... you were just a baby. I, no, no, I was, yeah, I was a baby when we broke up. Um, I At the time, I was probably 22 when I joined. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd obviously done a bit of digging as producers to found out about the arsehole ex. Um, and that was me. So they, they, they phoned me up and said, uh, do you want to join the show? And as I the originally... arsehole ex, what a role. And that was, I know, it was great. Um, I originally said no because... I just started a new job at this PR firm in London and I wanted to like do the sort of professional route. You wanted um, to be taken seriously in the world I wanted of to be, PR. Yeah, I know. God, fuck that one up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I think it was like literally about four or five months later, they phoned me again and said like, we've got, we've got another, another space for you to sort of like get involved. And uh, I was like, yeah. Let's do it. I'm bored of sitting behind a desk. Um, and I try, I try to keep my job. This life is not for me. <laughs> Ah, yeah, I know it sounds bad, but I just couldn't hack it. <laughs> couldn't hack it. Um, but I tried to keep my job, and I said to them, I was like, look, it'll probably be like one night a week filming, and, um, you know, it won't interrupt my work schedule at all. First first week of filming, they're like, right, we're going to Barcelona for five days. So I, I said to my boss, I was like, can I go to Barcelona? She was like, yeah, but you're fired when you come back. I was like, bye. It's, do you know what? It's so fair, though. Like, I feel like that was one of the huge differences between like our respective shows like with us we were taken like away from friends family our home life even your phone was taken off you and we were put in this house for like six weeks two months whatever um and so we had our whole realities like Mm. disturbed and that bubble became our reality but with you guys you were kind of it must have been a difficult dynamic because, like, you'd fill them through the day or whatever, unless you were on trips and stuff. But then you could go back to your families, your phones, your life of a night time. Did you find that difficult? No, I mean, it, oh, it sounds a lot easier than what you guys had. Mm. Um, I mean, it's actually quite mental when you think about it. Like, the fact that you're like, oh, you got to go back to see your family. It's, oh, God. It's like, it's, like, it's like you're like a wild animal they'd captured. Don't even get me started. Like, I remember there's this one moment and, like, there are not many moments I remember I was pissed for predominantly like the best part of five years. But there really? was this oh, <laughs> Yeah, I was I, I, I lived I lived a good life in the early twenties, which is probably mm. why it's showing on my face now in my early thirties. But um I remember like this one moment and you know you get upset like in particular, like in that pressure cooker environment that we had in Geordie Shaw. And I remember being like, I just want to ring my mum. Like, I need to know if I'm overreacting. I need to know if, like, how I'm feeling is warranted. Like, I just, it probably wasn't as so articulate you could, as you could, you couldn't even, you couldn't even call them? No. So they said, oh, you can ring your mum, but um, we'll film it. 
And if we think it's ent- <laughs> if we think it's entertaining, it'll go on. And of course, like uh, so it, intense, so like so cruel in retrospect. Like at the time, you're I just, just like you're there, just like sh- shaking and crying with the phone. Like okay, fine. <laughs> like, you've given me absolutely no choice. Like of course. So yeah, I think I I think in my personal opinion, like I would have loved to have had the the opportunity for the hybrid like you did. But mm. I suppose like they both had their pluses and minuses. Yeah, look I at guess all maybe, my followers, Mitten. I know, I know. All you had to do was be locked away in a zoo for, for a decade. <laughs> um, what, what was that? Your, what was your lowest? What was your lowest moment? I'm decided that I'm just going to embrace this now, and this is clearly the secret too with Alex Mitten. So we here can, we go. We can we can rebrand it. We'll rebrand it after. It's fine. Do you know? I could, could you think you could be my co-host too? Would that be up uh, your I mean, street? I'd be up for it. I'd be up for it. Do Do you always do it on your own? Yeah, it's always me, and I have a guest. Okay, that's like good. In, that's that. In your case, that's good. Course. I, I think I think I would I think I would struggle to do it on my own. It's yeah. hard. Well, you'd be surprised because I get so many lovely guests, um, and everyone's got interesting stories, and everyone brings like a different energy and dynamic. And I'm really lucky. Like this week alone, I spoke to you. I spoke to Paige Turley from Love Island. I spoke to Gabby Roslin. Like it's so easy to do when the people you've got are interesting. If the people mm. I had were a bag of shit, then I'd worry. <laughs> you'll get one one day, and you'll be like, "Oh God, this is awful." What do you mean, one day, Mrs. Well, you've got to run out of guests at some point, surely. I do worry about that, but then I think. Nah, they keep doing they're, Love Island. I was going to say they're, they're churning out they're churning out reality stars like no tomorrow because I mean, like back in the day when we we I love the way we talk about it like with these like old dinosaurs old, like we are dinosaurs but, like Rick there was, and Marty. There, there was so there was so few of us and like we used to get booked on PAs all the time and then literally there was literally about five hundred reality stars so they were like yeah we don't really want to see you anymore like we're going to get the Love Island crew and we're like I'm it. oh the same thing happened with me with like Instagram posts etc and stuff like I've literally just done an um, Instagram post about this like I know people hate ads on Insta but like it's about time we took it on the chin people make money off Instagram we have like discount codes let's stop acting like we're murderers folks it is what it is if you don't like it scroll mm. past um, but yeah I remember like when of course when we started out there was like I got the I got the posts or someone from TOWIE got the posts or someone from Made and Chelsea did and you know like we all had our markets we all had our niche so there wasn't there was a little bit of competition but it was never anything hostile and then love island burst onto the screens and we basically had like 40 fucking super fit birds every summer on top of that to compete with and yeah. they, the prices were getting undercut left right and center and before you know it you're flogging fake tan for fuck all yeah i did i did anal bleaching that to go down that route <laughs> did you Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm actually really bad that I assumed that that was possible. Isn't I, lo- it? I love that you thought. Well, have you seen? Have you seen my lovely bleached arse? <laughs> you just look like the type of fella who's got a nice bum hole. Yeah, yeah. People do say that people all the time. Is it a regular yeah. one? Yeah, not all the time. But the secret to a lovely bum hole with Alex Mitten. There we go. That's we found it. We've got it. We've got it. Wait, so, okay. Talk, talk me through. Talk me through the concept. What, like, what is? What's the? What's the? Uh, the what's the program for this podcast? What? What are we trying to get to? What are we trying to achieve here, Vicky? So basically, we have a lovely. Someone should have told you this before you come on. But they should also I've have just, told you. It wasn't I've just yours. literally turned up, still drunk from 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 a nightclub. <laughs> like, what are we doing? This is just what talking I... about talking about bumholes. <laughs> 
I hate this about men, like, in particular. Like, they can stay up all night, they can do whatever they want, they can... My fella does it. Like, he literally looks unreal still in the morning and you look great like i'm not blowing smoke at your ass perfectly beautiful. you actually really look good but whereas me if i get so much as anything less than six hours on a bed that heaven forbid isn't my own i look like a 500 year old woman it's so unfair i, t- I tell you what the worst thing for me right is if i eat loads just before i go to sleep like if i have like a big kebab or just like eat something fucking grim i wake up on my face I, well, that I'm... was very on brand for me did you try and make that on brand for me yeah I just wanted it to be relatable I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't want to be like Did yeah when I pile my face full of caviar just and croque monsieur <laughs> wow god your French is amazing I'm um, cosmopolitan you cunt <laughs> you, you fucking cunt um, do you know what I'm actually not I'm not that posh I'm not that posh oh they always say this like it's Jamie's favourite thing to say is that ja- Jamie, I'm actually Jamie not can't, that Jamie rich. can't Jamie can't talk he's He's he is rich and he is posh and he is a massive twat. <laughs> how many people and this is seriously morbid, but I need to know the answer. How many people would have to pop their clogs for Jamie to get McVitie's? Uh, do you know what I feel? I feel like he's been like slowly their their lineage has been like pushed out of the uh, out of the fund. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. He might he might still be in in with a little chance. Do you think? But I don't know. Do you think why he's, this is why he's flogging the candy kittens? Oh, mate, he's trying everything. He's just launched a book. Has he's he? Go, he's, he's going on tour. What's, he's he, to, what's he touring with? Tour, touring with the book. Oh, okay. I, was, I, just, I, just... I, checked, I checked in with him. Like, How many tickets you sold? He's like, yeah, zero, mate. <laughs> <It's quite laughs> and and I'm supposed to be going on it with him. I'm like, mate, you haven't even asked me. Like, I'm, not, I'm not coming with you if you've sold no tickets. So you can't come with him, Alex. You've got, you've got, you're my new co-host. You're busy. Yeah, I might, I might have to break the news to him. Yeah, but Francis will be made up because he'll get his job back on the plus side. I don't think, I don't think Francis cares. He's in America, uh, like judo chopping people. Um, he he has um, jujitsu. He's like a, he's he's like a jujitsu champion. It's so bizarre. I'm like, where the, where did that come from? Like, you're the least jujitsu person. <laughs> I love Francis so much. I did coach trip with him a couple of years ago. Just another one to like another little notch on the reality TV bedpost there, um, and. He is the biggest enigma. Like, when we first started the trip, like, I think they got, like, the most red cards on the first night, which in case anyone's not familiar, it means, like, they were likely to get booted. And he honestly just grew on everybody. Like, I was like, wait till you get to know this fella. He's fucking class. And by the end, the one, they absolutely smashed it. He's just such... Such an odd character, but so likable when you get to know, I know him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's he comes across like quite awkward and standoffish at first. So I think that's why people don't at first get it. But then when you spend more time, yeah, he's he's a very special character. I think my highlight of that entire trip was him becoming like best friends with MC Harvey from So Solid Crew. Uh, I don't, I do know. I watched bits of it, but I didn't see the whole thing. That's so funny. Of course, he was going to become mates with him. Yeah. <laughs> Most unlikely bromance ever. Yeah, he, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it with some other like you know fellow scholar or something. It's going to be. It's yeah. going to be the MC, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I've absolutely loved chatting to you um, on the first half of your podcast. Will you come back for my podcast later? Sorry, can you stop stealing? Well, that's my line. Um, yeah, I'll come back. I'll come back. <laughs> If you weren't so fucking charming, I'd hate you, you know. (laughs) The podcast isn't over yet. We've still got the second part to go. (laughs) Oh, God, if I come back.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you, you were different. Like you were real different. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.